Hello and welcome back to Living Well, your podcast sponsored by Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. I'm your host, Sean Leary. And as always, today my guest is Rhonda Halterman. She is the Senior Resource Specialist and the founder and owner of Live Well Seniors, Senior Living Solutions. Rhonda, thank you so much for being a guest today. Yeah, thank you for having me again. Now, today's topic is one which is a sensitive one, and um, because people in our society have a difficult time sometimes talking about money and talking about how much things cost, how much things are going to cost, etc. And um, obviously, with senior living solutions and um, some of the costs of growing older, healthcare costs, things of that nature. Money is something that needs to be talked about. Um, and also people often underestimate the cost of caregiving and whether it's the cost of caregiving for a parent living in their own home or in your home or in a senior living community, um, the cost can become a primary factor that has to be understood to make people appreciate the life impacting decisions regarding their parents' care. So. Um, how can people get started kind of dipping their toe into this water or diving right in and talking about this often sensitive topic? I think it's it's paramount to understand, too, that one in four families are going to face elder caregiving issues. That's a fact. Uh, people are getting older. They're living longer. So we need to start having these conversations. It's different than you know, 30 years ago. You know, there's lots of rules and regulations and guidelines regarding uh, eligibility for state-funded programs, and uh, people often get Medicare and Medicaid confused, and uh, lots of rules and regulations that surround the payer sources. So let's first talk about payer sources. What what does that mean? You know, um, if you have private pay money, you know, that's going to be the, the, give you the most options. You're going to have more options if you can privately pay for your care. Mm-hmm. Whether you, like you said, you stay at home, you ha- you hire in home care, you go somewhere, you, you need to understand what's that going to cost. And so planning ahead is m- the most effective approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're younger, you can, but again, we're dealing with a generation of people who are very private. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the living through the Great Depression, they kept things private, they saved their money. So some of our older people still have monies available and they have saved, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to share that information with their children. And they, of course, want to leave a legacy for their mm-hmm. children. So, you know, what they don't understand is they need to spend their money on themselves and their care so they can live a long, prosperous life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we kind of talked a little bit about leading up to this uh, in the in the last podcast about yeah, what did. does the different level of care mean. Well, now let's talk about what does it cost. So if someone wants to stay home, they want to hire in intermittent care, and they're going to live either in their own home or in your home, mm-hmm. um, you might need help with activities of daily living, bathing, dressing, medication reminders, errands, things like that. You're looking at about a 25 to $35 an hour spend. Usually what the minimum number of hours is is required with home care agencies. So that can get costly. Mm-hmm. You think about eight hours a day, I mean, you're $200 a day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just for eight hours of care. That's not the full, you know, that's during your work day. Right. So how, how do we, how do we understand? Is that what we want for our loved ones? Mm-hmm. Um, is that what, can they afford that? Right. Right. 
So, you know, that's that's the home care option. Um, the other thing to think about is Medicare versus Medicaid. Um, the, what, is, what are the differences in regard to Medicaid, Medicare, long-term insurance, and private pay care? So Medicare is an entitlement program. You turn 65, you get Medicare. Mm-hmm. So um, Medicare only pays for skilled care. So if you have a hospital stay, if you had a fall and, and you're a frequent flyer at the emergency room and they just can't figure out what's going on with you, you're, you, know, you may be able to qualify for a Medicare stay and get your cares paid for. Mm-hmm. Medicaid is an impoverishment program. You have less than XYZ dollars in assets, and you can qualify, but it is an impoverishment program. Mm -hmm. So years ago, people used to transfer homes to their children, transfer monies. I mean, your accountant might tell you you can give your kids XYZ dollars per year, and you can do those things. But if you ever need to access Medicaid as a payer source, um, there is a five-year look-back period. So that could disqualify someone from accessing this benefit if they're doing things like that, signing over houses to kids, signing over titles to children, giving money away. You can't do that. You need to spend your money on your care and again, the state wants to look at the previous five years. Um, this can get super confusing, but this is kind of a, a bird's eye view of what it means to mm-hmm. qualify for Medicare and Medicaid and who pays for what. Mm-hmm. Um, which type of senior living communities accept which type of payer source? Are there different communities that maybe don't accept um, Medicaid or Medicare? Um Obviously, like I, rem- you know, I know like some insurances, you know, you have to go in, you know, uh, w- within a certain, um, you know, uh, care area. You know, you have right. to go to a certain um, health care provider. Sure. You know, like I, I you know, w- when we were with the dispatch, we went to Trinity. When we were with sure. the Times, we went to the Genesis, you know. And so um, are there some that don't, you know, work within certain parameters in regard to payment? So long-term care is just a little bit different than that. Long-term care basically is you're going to private pay. You have a skilled stay, so Medicare is going to cover that. So that's a skill that's a Medicare need. Um, You have Medicaid as a payer source. So, again, you're impoverished and you need Medicaid. Mm -hmm. Again, I can confuse myself. (laughs) Medicaid can pay for certain cares. Um, you have long-term care insurance. So that, that is something that um, if you purchase long-term care insurances, uh, you know, they were pretty popular in the 80s, early 90s. Um, but again, now that people are living longer, many of those long-term care insurance companies have consolidated. So there's fewer long-term care insurance companies. But those policies that the older adults have purchased are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they might pay, you know, up to $150 a day or $200 a day, they may have an elimination period. So maybe you have to private pay for 30, 60, or 90 days before the policy kicks in. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also have qualification criteria of you need help with activities of daily living, you need help with, you know, specific things, or maybe you have a memory condition. So Mm -hmm. there's some qualifying criteria to access that long-term care insurance. Um, We can still buy long-term care insurance today, but there's other flexible policies available that act as 
um, life insurance and long-term care insurance. I'm not a financial advisor, so I know enough to be dangerous. <laughs> I just know it's out there. So, um, but you know, again, if you have long-term care insurance, that's a wonderful um, added benefit. If you're doing some financial planning with your advisor, you need to bring that up. Like, how am I going to live? You know, not just how am I going to live during my retirement years, but beyond when mm-hmm. I start to need care. And you know, we need to remember we need to fold in our long-term care planning in with our financial uh, planning because um, we need to know how much it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the assessed requirements usually for specific levels of care, and how long will the money cover that level to anticipate that care? So just let's talk about the cost, and then that can kind of tell you how long this will last. So independent living, you know, again, that's it is what it says. Independently, you don't need any cares. You don't need any services for activities of daily living. But the cost for independent living, specifically for senior apartments, you can have market rate apartments that start at around $800 a month to $2,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have independent plus that might have maybe some transportation, a couple of meals, some social engagements, uh, things like that. You don't need any help per se activities of daily living, but there are some amenities that make it easier to live independently and then you get a little plus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that can range anywhere from $2,000 a month to $4,400 per month. Um, but more specifically, let's talk about how much assisted living, memory care, nursing home cares cost. Um, you can you can um, look at assisted living at average costs about $4,500 per person. I mean, if, you know, all the places are relatively similar, um, but you need activities of daily living help, bathing, dressing, med management, transportation, um, a nurse to help if you need help in the middle of the night. Those are all things that are going to be available to you in assisted living. So that's about a $54,000 spend per year. So you think about what somebody might have in savings. If they have their house that they they need to sell, um, that's a pretty big spend. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you think about having a couple, if there's two people that need assisted living, you know, a husband and wife still living, um, you're probably looking at around $6,500 per year. That's $78,000 a year. That's a lot of money. And if they don't have a long-term care insurance plan um, or savings set aside or a house that's bought and paid for, how are they going to pay for that? Mm. You know, they're going to either need to access a Medicaid payer source. Um, There is a benefit through the VA aid and attendance benefit. So that can offer um, a senior anywhere from $1,200 to $2,400, give or take, per month if it's one person or two people. And the surviving spouse can access that VA aid and attendance benefit if they need assisted living. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know this is all overwhelming, all these numbers and the costs and everything, but, you know, it's important to note that um, if someone also needs a memory care community to live in where they need a secure environment. They can't just be in assisted living where they could come and go. They really need someplace that's secure, especially if they're exit seeking and they're an elopement risk and they're looking for their loved ones or looking to go home. That cost really starts to jump. You know, you're looking at 5,500 to 6,500 per month. Mm. Um, All of the places that we have in the Quad Cities right now on the Illinois or on the Iowa side, um, are private pay only. So you either private pay 
utilizing long-term care insurance or your own monies, um, or you might need to look at going on Medicaid and then accessing um, a nursing home, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which the nursing home will take Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Um, assisted living facilities, sadly, the only one that we had in Iowa is um, closing. So, you know, there's not an assisted living facility in the Iowa Quad Cities that accepts elderly waiver. Mm-hmm. There are two, though, in Illinois that accept a similar program. It's called Supportive Living in, in Illinois. So we do have some a- access to assisted living for um Medicaid, elderly waiver, supportive living, that's all kind of lumped in the same category. They just call it a different thing, but uh-huh. it is an access, a benefit for people. Um, what else should people know in looking at everything that we've got laid out here? Uh, what else should people um, be thinking about? Uh, what are some questions they should have? What are some um you know, um, topics that they should write down that they should consider in regard to this? I just think it's super important to understand their assets. Do they have life insurance? Do they have long-term care insurance? Have they prepaid burials? Do they have a trust? I mean, all of those things can play a fact into effective planning, Um, you know, and especially if they have a financial advisor, they need to to really highlight, you know, we, when we do long-term care planning um, with our financial advisors, they might just talk about, well, how much do you need to live on, you know, if you want to keep your quality of life today mm-hmm. as it is. But are we going that extra step to say, how much do you need to live on if you need care, want either you or your spouse? Mm-hmm. Again, once people, this sounds so young, but people turning 55 and older, at some point in their in their future, they're going to need care. Mm-hmm. I mean, more, it's more in their 70s, 80s, 90s. But you know, people have health health ailments that at a younger age that are requiring care. And I think it's just really critically important to have honest conversations with your families so they understand what co- care costs are going to be because it's not cheap and it's not always covered by insurance. Is there anything else that you'd like to add um, before we sign off here? No, I just think it's great that uh, we're having these conversations and nobody likes to talk about money. And if you don't have money or if you do have money, it's still difficult to talk about. Mm -hmm. So let's just talk about what we want for our loved ones, what they want for themselves, and how can we help them uh, work, you know, in tandem with them to get what they need and what they desire, you know, uh, in the least restrictive way that we can and and i think that's just by having open conversations sounds good thank you so much rhonda rhonda halterman um the founder and owner as well as the senior resource specialist at live well senior senior living solutions and thank you for listening to living well our podcast about uh, senior living solutions i'm sean leary hope you have a great day